This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 27th, episode 2401, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. It's Friday. When I get off of work on Friday. Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in the Morning. You know, it really doesn't matter what day of the week is anymore, does it? They're all kind of the same. Uh, I actually have to set my alarm the, the days that we have to do the show. Like, I woke up last night in the middle of the night and went, oh, tomorrow's Saturday. And, and I'm glad I realized it was Friday. We had a show to do. Hey, before we get started, I wanted to thank everybody who has helped each other this week. Um you know, listeners reaching out to help other listeners, auditors reaching out to help other auditors. That's been incredible. Hosts filling in for each other. And thanks to Lisa for filling in for me on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we had the concert the other night. If you missed it, it's it's out an audio version on our feed here at Horses in the Morning on the podcast feed. And it's also, you just go to Horses in the Morning and look at the videos tab and you can watch the video too. It was so much fun. We had so many people there. I think we're, we're almost up to 10,000 views on that now. Um it's it was a fun night. The technology actually worked uh, for the most part, and uh, you know it just was fun interaction. We did a fun thing with the XXXs was my idea for people clapping, and that really worked. People were getting but into that. There were other letters that were being put across because I was tuning in and out because I had somebody coming to look at a horse, so I didn't get to see the whole thing. Well, but there were lots there, of chat. Yeah, oh, the, everybody was chatting. I think by doing the XXXs, it kept people engaged. You know, and they were they were staying with it so they could comment. There was a ton of people talking to each other. It just I think people needed that. I think they just needed a break. And Templeton and Sam were great. And Templeton can, can sing. She can really sing. Dude, stay. that chick could sing the phone book. I mean, geez, like that she's so amazing. Yeah, and their sound was good, you know, except for when they were talking sometimes. He would have to turn the reverb on and off and he'd forget. Yes, uh, he like like we're talking, you were talking about turning it off, and I'm like, so turn it off. Yeah, no, turn uh, it the off. problem was I couldn't hear it, so I didn't know uh, whether it was on or off. So for, I don't know, that was just, a, if that's the only thing that went wrong that night with all the technology we had to do, I figured we were in pretty good shape. I think you did a great job <laughs> yeah. hosting it. It was a great idea, and I'm super excited to have Jared Rogerson yeah, do well, it. We've got to get him some internet. The, yeah, the problem is he has really crappy internet, so he's going to try and You mean in Pondale, Wyoming, they don't have good <laughs> DSL? <laughs> might have to drive to Cheyenne or someplace to find internet, but that's he's going to try. He's going to try for us, and uh, we'd love to have him. And you have to be on that show, though, if he comes on. Jared I can't. I'll fangirl the whole time. <laughs> That's okay. It's fun. Oh my god, Jared's so with that time that you sing that one song was like so good. Uh so thank okay. you. I also want to thank Coro, who you know, they're a company that wrote to me and said, Look, we'd like to help out. Um, and I said, why don't you give gift certificates out? And that was fun. So many people, Jennifer said the phone was ringing off the hook, uh, people trying to win the gift certificates. So they've been great to work with. I had never heard of this company before they wrote to me, uh, but they're known did for you, customer Did you service. actually like, did you get to say like, all right. We're gonna take color number twenty five right I at the did. top of the I hour. Did. Oh my god, you <laughs> Jennifer's to play, like, like real would DJ. you just say color one, please? 
like, no, there's no fun in that. And then, so I worked for Q100 and we would take color 100 and uh, I would have to go color one, color two. And then oh, you really did do that. I always thought they just faked it. No, you have to do it because <laughs> what happens is there's these people that call like with like 20 lines. It's insane. They're called prize pigs. And they literally like, that's what their job was to like win radio contests. And they would always know if you skipped. So it was like the thing. Oh, geez. All right. We got a four minute song playing. Here comes pink. I'm going to play. Get the party started. I've got 3.25 minutes to get through 100 call. Color one, color two, color three, color four, color five, color five. Oh, my God. It was exhausting. Well, Jennifer was mad at me the other night for that. Uh, you should have said, we'll take color 1000. Uh, also, we had some emails that we re- can't really share, but that kind of brought us to tears. I sent one of them over to you yesterday. Yes, yeah, so uh, sweet. So generous and so nice. And y- I know we have a lot of new listeners. We had over 500 people download our app in the last two weeks. So actually 700 now. And, you know, we've got a lot of new likes and people are really commenting and reaching out. So for new listeners, this is how the show works. Horses in the morning. Jamie and I are here three days a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday for an hour and a half each day. And we hang around a little longer with our auditors. And those are people that pay a couple bucks a month to become members like members of the Horse Radio Network. They have their own private rooms, and we talk about auditors. They're the, they're the super fans. You too can do that if you'd like. Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And, you know, so on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have different episodes that happen once a month. So we have like eight different things that happen. We have fox hunting. We have breeding and sales. That was, was yesterday with Kayla's fun episode. Um, we have all kinds of stuff, the CHA, endurance riding. So those happened once a month, and they kind of break up the week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's what happens here, and that's how it works. Give us a couple of days. We always say give us a couple of days to figure the mess out, and then you'll you'll enjoy it after that. You might not like us for a couple of days, but we'll warm up to you. It's you'll like, warm up to us. It's like that. I don't know if I can even say it. It's like the show that's Creek. Um, uh-huh. You told me to watch it. And, and the first couple of episodes, I was like, uh, I can't hang with this. By the time I got to the third episode, now it's the funniest show I've seen. Uh, it is so funny. By the way, thank you for turning me on to that. I love that show. Oh, my God. It's the best. David! <laughs> One more thing. We have to get to our Daily Winnies because we have Karen from Kentucky Performance Products is coming up to join us about whether you can stockpile supplements and how to properly store supplements to ensure potency and freshness. Wrap them in toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. And, and listeners are eating strange things in corn. We're going to talk about some of those, and we have some really bad ads, and Jamie has some stories about new horses, and maybe an incident or two that's happened at the farm since we talked last. Oh my God, this morning. Oh my God. (laughs) Hold it, hold it, hold it. That's a tease for later. First, I want to give a quick shout out before my daily winnies. We'll do the daily winnies quickly. Um, I want to give a yeah, quick shout out. Yeah, I was late out. this morning, by the way, yeah, just so you know. Sorry about that. That was some drama that happened, which I'll explain in a minute. Uh, so Farm life is fun. Horse Network is a network that's been around for a while, horsenetwork.com. And they did an article. I just noticed this before, right before the show. Five positive things to come out of the corona pandemic. And number three, Jamie hasn't seen this yet. Number three was... Uh, catch up on COVID in the horse world. One of the really unique things about the pandemic in this day and age is the sheer amount of information available. If you're interested in learning more about the coronavirus and how it's affecting the equestrian communities in particular, you have a couple of great options. Podcast giant Horse Radio Network has a dedicated page for Corona Horse World updates, complete with information like daily news, uplifting stories, interviews with professionals, and even some live music events. 
So thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> What's up, podcast giant? <laughs> I know. I thought that was great. I didn't hear anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> so they, somebody's noticing out there that we're doing all this coverage. So uh, thank you to the Horse Network for that. Daily Winnie time. Wait a minute. I have to find it first. Oh, one birthday in the auditor room this weekend, and that's Michelle Bush. She's all alone by herself. She gets to eat all the cake this weekend. We don't have to share it. Uh, my daily Winnie goes out to a big fat congratulations to Amy Robinson on her adoption of Good to Go. Glenn, I had these two horses here for a week and one got adopted already. It's actually uh, the one that got adopted. If you guys follow along with my Jamie Jennings, Monty Roberts certified. Inst- oh, wait. Hold on. I screwed that up. Flyover Farm, <laughs> Jamie you're Jennings. you learn your own website. <laughs> Flyover Farm, Jamie Jennings certified Monty Roberts instructor. Facebook page. It's a lot. I'll just say Flyover Farm. Flyover Farm page. Um, you will notice that I had a, a really pretty 16-hand gray gelding who is still up for adoption, who is super easy. Uh, and then a like 17-hand dar- bay, just plain bay mare who was an angel. I mean, she's so sweet and so easy to ride. And she, the, she didn't know anything when I started in day one. I, I, I was teaching her like to go and to stop and to turn. And day two, she came out. She was like, "Oh, I know how to go stop turn. What else can we do?" And I'm like, "Well, let's trot over poles and let's go in circles and let's." Do that. And day three, she's like, "Okay, I got all that. Let, what's next?" Like it was amazing how quickly this horse learned. Anyway, it was cool because uh, Amy fell in love with her via the videos that I posted and came out to my farm. So I finally got to see one adopted out on my own. Uh, so it was really, really cool. And so those guys, the other one went back because he's ready to go. And I got a couple more, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But congratulations, Amy Robinson on Good to Go. Now, for those listeners who and and, and people on Facebook who really liked this mare, I had a lot of you that were messaging me about her. Amy got her. Sorry, you lost out. But I just brought another one in that looks dang just like her. I mean, just like her. I'm getting confused. So, And, and, um, we'll, and we're going to talk about those We'll tell you more about her coming up. Show. Gosh, Jamie gets so excited, I, can't, I have to hold her back. Hold it's back, horses. I mean, we all get excited. And these are horses you can have <laughs> for adoption. They for can be adoption. yours. Yours today. All right, let's go to our first guest, our only guest, actually, today, and that's Karen from Kentucky Performance Products, one of our friends for 10 years on the show here. And she just made her way back from Wellington to uh, Lexington, Kentucky, where Kentucky Performance Products, their home base is. And she's going to join us today to talk about how to store supplements and should you stockpile at a time like this, Uh, which, you know, maybe sounds like a good idea, but maybe it's not. We'll find out. And I'm giving her a ring right now. Always delightful to have her on the show. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Karen, and you, you're on the Hello. air with uh, Jamie and I. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi, Jamie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I have to say, congratulations on your time in Florida with Oreo, the cutest, most handsome pony ever. Um, tell her, tell everybody what you've been up to this winter. Oh my gosh. Well, well, we had a really excellent time. Um, He's a really sweet horse, and I have one of the best trainers in the world, so I have to give them all the credit. Um, well, you, okay, you have to plug her. You have to plug her. Give her a plug. 
Reese, Reese Kessler Stanfield, she's the best. I mean, she has just been, aside from just being, you know, a very good trainer, she's, she's just very understanding and compassionate and being, um, an older amateur rider coming back. There were a lot of things that were hard for me and, and she just really found a way to, to make it easy and make it fun and, you know, little, little small steps. Um, and we just had a great season, you know, we, when we had our ups and downs in the season, but overall, I mean, it was fabulous. So uh, it was, it was sad that this coronavirus happened and that we had to come back early, but you know, that's the way it goes in life sometimes. Well, you were <laughs> fairly, su- <laughs> you were fairly successful. Brag a little bit about, cause all I saw was you posting a picture and there was some very colorful ribbons on your horse. Well, he did. They they have um, a series called the White Fences Challenge Series, and White Fences is the little community where we board our horses, um, and they have a, a show series there. Um, so when you're in Wellington, you can either go down to, to Global, which is you know the big showgrounds, or you can go to White Fences, which is um, a smaller, older showground that's been around for a long time. So we can walk to that horse show, which is really fun. Um, we can get our horses ready in the barn. And we tack up and we put our show clothes on and then we hack 10 minutes down the road and we're at the showgrounds and we do our class and then we come home. So it's really, it makes it really fun and really easy. And, um, we showed in, um, all three of the horse shows that they had and Oreo and I, um, uh, won the reserve championship for the adult amateur in the training level division. So I was very, was very proud. I was very happy Woo-hoo! to get that. So, that was exciting. And the ribbon is almost as big as me. <laughs> uh, it's huge. It is huge. <laughs> you know, the rosette is like a dinner plate. <laughs> hey, uh, Karen, your sound has faded yeah. out on us here. You got really quiet. Or, um... Well, there you unfortunately, go. it's been fading in and out all day. Okay. So I, I, I found the best place that yeah, I Yeah, don't move. It's good right there. I'm sitting on the top of the hill, but it's going to fade in and out, I'm afraid. It seems to be doing that. Okay. I don't think it's me. I think it's the cell service. Well, we can certainly understand that right now. And you made your way back from Wellington to Kentucky. Is Kentucky on lockdown right now? Yes, Kentucky is on a stay-at-home. Okay. They're not calling it shelter-in-place. They're calling it um, uh, stay-home-safe or safely-at-home. Um, but Governor Bashir has done an amazing job. Um, getting this state ready and leading it through all of this. He he comes on every day at five o'clock and gives us updates. And he's just he's amazingly supportive and very compassionate. So we're we're extremely fortunate to have him. We've he's seen some governors job. really shine in all of this, actually. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, they have. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I have one question before we get to talking about supplements. Your trip home was it light traffic? Could you find a bathroom? Well, I'll tell you, I was, you know, we typically, um, I'll go from Wellington to Ocala. My daughter lives there and I stop to see her and that kind of breaks up the trip. It's four hours from Wellington to Ocala and then it's 11 to 12 hours home from Ocala to Kentucky. And we just decided to go straight through because we didn't want to stop. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, um, expose her to anything and I didn't want to be exposed to anything. So we just went straight through. And it was the most horrendous trip, I have to say. It took me 18 hours to go. Oh, gosh. It was, we hit traffic outside of Atlanta. There was a wreck. Atlanta itself was pretty dead considering the traffic, but Atlanta's kind of closed down. And then we hit rain and we hit 
more wrecks and (laughs) there were a lot of people on the road and the the rest areas were packed. Um, but everybody was trying to social distance and everybody was trying not to touch the doors and everybody was washing their hands like crazy. And, you know, so it was, but there were a lot of people on the road. I was shocked. I'm shocked too. Well, before we totally lose your signal, let's talk a little bit about supplements. First of all, Kentucky performance products still in business, still shipping. Kentucky Performance Products is considered an essential business, so we are open. Oh, good. And we are shipping out normally. Um, you know, we have we are following all of the CDC recommendations um, as far as social distancing. We've kind of changed our, our staffing schedules a little bit, so we have as few people as possible in the office at any given time and in the warehouse. Um, most people are working from home so that they don't have to travel back and forth. But uh, we, the orders are going out normally. We have plenty of stock. People do not have to be worried about that. Good. Well, that's good to know. And it's good, you know, Kentucky would consider this kind of business essential. So that's good. <laughs> it's one thing they know down Obviously. there. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, I, I think the agricultural businesses are essential across the country. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it is good to hear that. And I heard in even California, the tax shops are considered essential, too. If they sell any kind of food or supplement, then it's essential. Um, Yes. Yeah, Yeah. so that's kind of, I mean, and most of them have gone to, you call in your order, and they put it out on the curb, basically. Um, Right, that's what they're doing here. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So now, let me ask you a couple of questions about supplements. You know, people are stockpiling everything else in the world. Uh, Is it good to stockpile supplements? And if you do, where should you put them? Or is that a bad idea? Well, I I don't think, I don't recommend stockpiling anything. Um, for one reason, you know, we have a, a set supply chain and, and all the way through the supply chain, we depend on normal ordering. And when people order more than they normally would, a lot more than they normally would, then all they're doing is, 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 is kind of sucking everything out of that supply chain and making it so other people can't get what they need. So my recommendation would be to order what you need and maybe a little bit more you know, just in case there's a two-week period where you can't get out of your house or something like that. But don't don't hoard it and don't stockpile it. It's just not necessary, and it and it and it creates shortages that wouldn't normally be there. Will it so, go, will um, it go bad? That, some of it, uh, if you keep it too long. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, we are required to put an expiration date on a supplement. So all supplements should have an expiration date on them. We have a manufacture date and an expiration date, so you can see exactly how old that product is on our products. And you don't want to use product that's past the expiration date. So be cognizant when you go out and buy something, especially if you're buying it to keep it for a while. You want to look at that manufacture date and that expiration date. And you want to make sure that that product, if you want to store it for a year, you want to make sure there's a year left on the expiration date. Because once it goes past that expiration date, the potency of the vitamins and the minerals and the, and the ingredients in there start to decrease. Also, you can, just like with a feed, if you store it in a place that's, that has high moisture or high humidity, it can mold. So, and electrolytes um, in particular are very hydroscopic because they have salt in them. They suck the moisture in so they can harden up a lot and make it so that they just don't work as well. So if you are buying in larger quantities, you want to store them in a cool, dry place that's um, that's uh, climate controlled. So typically, buy a big bucket, put it in your house, and then if you want to take a small amount out in a smaller bucket and keep it in your tack room that you can feed out of, and then 
refill it as needed. That's that's my recommendation when you want to order the bigger quantities and keep them. You know, we were uh, last night. I saw you watching. I did the Facebook Live, and I had a, a rep from Purina, on, one of their doctors, who was talking about as you know, are the feed companies. I saw several posts from people wondering if the supply chain are they going to be able to get their feed and blah blah blah. And, uh, you know, they said they're operating, they're doing the same thing you are, they, you know, they're employing all the practices, but the, the horse feed is still being shipped out. So they also said the same thing, you know, don't stockpile your feed, especially if you're in climates like we are down here. I mean, because we can't do that, you, you know, it just would go bad. Yeah, the feed just yeah. goes bad. Yeah. I mean, and it's really important. And, I, and her big point, which I completely agree with, is the main thing you need to do is make sure you have enough forage for your horse, enough hay. And fortunately now, summer's coming and the grass is coming on. So a lot of people are able to transition their horse over to pasture. And that's, you know, they're, they're using that as the majority of their forage. So it's really fortunate that it's this time of year. And hopefully the farmers should be able to get out on their fields. And, and you know, if we have decent weather, then we'll get some good hay. But it's important to make sure you have enough hay for your horses. There's nothing more solitary and social distance than a hay field. Uh, so they should be able to bring in hay. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. as long as the weather cooperates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the poor people in Michigan are up there going, we ain't seen the grass yet, but it'll come. You'll get it. It'll start to show. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's early here. It's, it's really started to grow here. I'm going to have to mow my pasture this weekend, but it's only oh, just really started coming on. So, yeah, Gotta were... love Kentucky. Just, oh, I got to mow. It's just the grass it is, is just green, a different green, green here. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going to mow for my third or fourth time in Florida. So there you go. Um, so, well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us. You stay safe up there. And, you know, we're wishing the best to all, all the employees and everybody over at Kentucky Performance Products. You know, we're thinking about you. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully Kentucky stays safe and we'll all be back in business here in no time. Well, we hope so. And, you know, horse folks, we're a resilient group. And um, we're all going to get through this together. So if anybody has any questions about their supplements or anything that's happening, um, you know, feed-wise, they can always give us a call and we'll be happy to help them. So we're, we're on the job, you know, uh, seven days a week. So we're here for everybody. KPPUSA.com. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Bye-bye, guys. Stay safe. She, she has is been, just delightful. You know, she's been coming on this show with us, if you think about it, for 10 years. <laughs> it's been 10 years since. Listen, if you could not make me feel old right now, that'd be great. <laughs> 10 Jeez. years, Jamie. 10 years she's been coming on this show. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's go next and talk. Well, you got, what do you want to Let's talk about why you were late to the show this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm a little sensitive about that. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me see if I can get through this story here. It starts out very nicely and innocently with my annoying dog Zenyatta who barks at anything that moves was barking like crazy. And, you know, even uh, the best shortstop misses one every now and then. She actually will get one every now and then. She actually was barking at something legitimate. <laughs> We're like, like, oh. She's wait, she's she's being good. <laughs> so I go outside and there is a oh my god, something is barking at the horses. It looks like a uh I mean it looks like a wolf. <laughs> There's no wolves in in Oklahoma. So I, I have my glasses on, I can't see far away. I'm like, Chad, what is that? And he's like, it looks like a husky. <laughs> like, oh, that would explain why it looks like a wolf in my pasture barking at my horses. 
So I'm like, throw on some clothes, you know, I'm in my like pajama tank top, you know, and I run outside um, with his boots on and I'm like, it's a dog. It's a dog in my pasture. And it looks, it looks like it has a collar on. So I'm like, okay, let's, to see. So Zinni and I go out there and Zinni, you know, you got corralled it and herds it over to me. And, uh, the dog is super sweet, like a husky mix, super sweet lays down, like, you know, has me rubbing her belly as little girl, female husky mix, probably like a husky shepherd. And, uh, so I'm like, we got to get you up to the barn baby. And I take her in and I'm gonna put her in a stall. Cause she's got a collar on amazingly enough. She's a collar with the phone number. And I'm halfway up getting her to the barn and I turn around there and there's a puppy, like not her puppy, just a, a puppy, like a black, like it looks like a Newfie, Newfoundland puppy. You know, I'm talking those big black squishy, cute things that you see. Um, and it has a collar on too. So I put the, the husky in the barn and I go and I, I'm like, can you puppy? And of course, like runs up to me and starts licking my face. You know, it's like super sweet. Like, oh my God, thank God. I thought you were leaving me. Grab the puppy, carry it. Oh, it doesn't, I have a rope at this point and it does not at all know how to walk on the leash. It's like up. It doesn't even have adult teeth yet. So it's probably never been on a leash. So I have to carry this Newfoundland puppy, probably 200 yards. Okay. That's a long time to be carrying a Newfoundland puppy, but, and it's licking my face the whole time. Super cute. So I get all the way up to the barn. I put it in the barn. I get the phone number. I call the number. No answer. Chad calls the number. No answer. I call the number. No answer. Nobody answers their phone if they don't know the number anymore. (laughs) You know, but you would answer it if your dogs were missing. So call again. Call again, call again. And this one I've called Glenn. I'm like, I'm gonna be late. I've got some drama. I'll get back with you. By the Finally. way, that's a that's that's a regular call I get right before the show. <laughs> that's not the first time. I've learned not even to question it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you, this is Glenn's answer. I love it. All right, call me when you're ready. <laughs> you're just so tired of this. I love it. Um so, okay. So Glenn uh goes I, I call him so anyway. 50 times to call this number. I'm like, it's a real legit number. They're just not answering it. So finally somebody answers and she's like, who is this? I was like, oh, snap. I was like, that is not how you talk to somebody who just carried your Newfoundland puppy 200 yards, which by the way, both the dogs smell like skunks. I have skunk on my shirt right now. They both smell like skunks. So you're welcome. So I get the puppy. I, I, I'm like, how, uh, who is this? And I, I, it's like a, like a sleeping teenager. I go, you missing anything? Like a couple dogs? <laughs> and I expected, you know, what you expect in that is, oh my god, yes, oh my god, my dog, oh, they're gone. Okay, I'll be right there. No, no, this is what I get. Maybe I don't know. Sometimes they wander off. <laughs> <laughs> Which means every day they wander off. <laughs> uh. And this, I, now I'm furious because I'm late for work. I'm smell like a skunk. My biceps are screaming because they just carried a Newfoundland puppy 200 yards, which, by the way, the husky I didn't have a rope for. So I'm like hunched over leading that one all the you way up had to the to barn. carry it with the skunk smell? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. It doesn't, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sitting here smelling skunk as I'm talking to you because it's happened legit like two minutes before the show. And so her response is, I, I don't know, maybe I, they wonder off all the time. And so 
my response as I'm irritated, frustrated, late for work and all this. And I've just worked my butt off to get her dogs corralled in my barn. I go, well, if you want your freaking dogs, call me back, click. And I hang up on her. And so currently nobody has called me. <laughs> she went back to sleep. The dogs are. I think she cares. went back to sleep. Yeah. She doesn't care about I... the dogs. You live in rural Oklahoma. I mean, what do you but want? These dogs, like they're super friendly. They have collars yeah, on. Because they H- visit all the neighbors all the time. With so. their name on <laughs> it. And, and they live on the same street. They have their address and their name. And, their, and I was like, oh my God, finally somebody, like I find a dog that actually is a collar with a number on it. Like that never happens. Usually I forget. I hope it's microchipped, you know, yeah, no, the collars and everything. So anyway, that is, uh, that's where we've left it. Um, I will post, I'll, I'll post a picture. I'm going to, te- I'm going to email you a picture, Glenn. Okay. And can you post it? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we use it as our show? You want me to use it as a show notes picture or not? That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Cause I don't have one. So that'd be perfect. Cause it's the darn <laughs> cutest little puppy ever. I'll send you two and you can pick which one you like. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So that's that. And so, um, if anybody at the end of the day would like a Newfoundland puppy or a Husky mix, <laughs> let well, me know. Uh, you, uh, we'll see if they call back or you just inherited two more dogs. We'll have to find that out. Let me tell you something, Glenn. Number one, <laughs> I will get divorced. I might keep the puppy, the Husky. I, I the Husky could go. Um, but um, I don't, I have four dogs <laughs> and I'm the one who's like, you know, like, I it's okay. I keep them. No, I don't want to keep them. I need to go. I have yeah, too many you've dogs. You've reached your limit. You know, we determined that once you get over four dogs, you're a hoarder. Hey, speaking of dogs, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. When are you getting your greyhound that is, needs a home that is at the racetrack down the street from your house? That's going to probably so be killed. PTS. So I got to tell you, tell you yesterday, I, I walked by because to go to the bathroom, I have to explain walk by. the story. I explain am, the, I am okay. right now. Yesterday, when I go to the bathroom, I walked by Jennifer, who then hides a screen on her computer. I have to walk by her <laughs> desk. And, I'm, and then I come back out and she, she didn't have a chance to hide it again. And it was a greyhound rescue. Pictures of greyhounds all over it and i said oh looking at greyhounds huh and she she said well she said uh it just popped up on my newsfeed and then that was it that's all i got so this morning popped up on my newsfeed this article about remember how we had the people on that the tracks are going to close here this year in florida the racetracks for greyhounds are going to close and we were going to have you know a couple thousand dogs on the you know looking for homes well they decided because of this, they'd close the tracks early because they were shut down anyway. So now the rescues all have 1,500 dogs just in Florida that have come on the out to the rescues oh. and they're looking for fosters and they're looking for all of that. But uh, uh, I don't know if we're in a position to do that. You know, the, the problem is we're like in total lockdown here at this house. So how do you go out and, and get a dog and they want to come over to your house and do a test, although they might be abandoning all that now. They have all these rules that for adopting 1500, a Glenn. Yeah. 1500 that needs home. I'm pretty sure they'll waive the yeah. visitation fee and just, you know what? Come back. We'll take the dog now yeah. and just come check on us in a couple months. Well, uh, Jennifer has vetoed that, so it's all her fault. Uh, she's no, we're, we shouldn't be getting a dog right now. So um, why? I don't, I don't know. I don't why know. can't you get a dog right now, I, Jennifer? I don't know. Where is she? To, talk to her. It's Where? all her fault. Get her out. Right. Bring her here. Where is she? <laughs> I need to talk to her right now. So that's the scoop. Yeah, if you're looking for Glenn, a put your foot down, man up, get a damn dog, <laughs> save a save a life. She she usually gives in after a while at those things, especially if I show her the cute right picture. You know, that helps. Okay. 
Where can we find these dogs? The pictures? problem is that's the other hard thing. Greyhound rescues are not real organized group. So you can go to their website. 1,500 dogs dumped on them all of a yeah. sudden. So are they on Facebook? Well, that's the thing. A... They're just, they're not caught up. Their websites are old. They, I, it's really hard. It's always been a pain in the butt to adopt a Greyhound because they're just not, you know, it's a couple of, it's, it's usually, you know, a couple that do this on the side and you go to their house and, you know, they have all these dogs. It's just, it's not an organized bunch for the but we did remember a while back we had a guy on who was talking about this i need to contact him he's the one because he was the expert here in florida i need to go to him and say okay now what's the story but yeah so that's the story on the greyhounds in florida so everybody's being affected by this what's his number I i'll call him right I don't now know. i'd have to look it up we've had a few guests <laughs> since he's been on um so that's that's that story you got a couple new horses in too i saw some videos I did. I did. I got to look up their names. I, this sounds like a first world problem, but I've had so many new horses well, come in. Just training. give us Chad's number. He numbers them. So this is number 2021. 20, uh, uh, no, he actually, he, he's like, <laughs> he always just calls them something. So we've got the jumper and the, the oh, what did he call the other one? He's like, cause his, the little gelding, I say little, he's like 16 one. Uh, he looks little compared to her. Cause she's like 17 hands. He is a really attractive horse, really like the forelock, the like little thin wispy blaze down his nose. He's very well built skinny, but you know, th that's how they come into them. So he's just kind of wispy looking, but he looks like a little jumper. He, so Chad called him the jumper. And then the other one, he goes, Oh, is that a mare? Uh, yeah. She's impressive. <laughs> so we got the impressive one and the jumper. Um, not to take anything away, uh, but the giant bay mare that I have, her name is, oh my gosh, I love it. Her name is Chili's Legacy. I feel like I should call her Chili. Oh, no. I know. I told Lucas, I was like, her name is Chili. Wow, well, wait a really minute. Chil for new listeners, Chili was was a pony that uh, you had for a very long time, and uh, and here Chili would like to Chili unfortunately passed away, but she still speaks to us from the heavens. He had the most annoying Winnie of all time, <laughs> and he was not afraid to let you hear it. <laughs> if anybody, if his friends left him, he would just Winnie. But he was the greatest, like lesson horse, kids horse. Oh, Lucas rode him from age two on. You know, he's a really, really nice, nice guy. So we have a Chili, which is great. The big giant mare is named Chili. When Chili actually was a tiny paint, a gelding, <laughs> and then the jumper looking one his name his name is Montana so they're both really well bred i think Montana was actually bred in Kentucky um and the other one was bred in Indiana so they're not Oklahoma breds for the first time so um anyway you can follow along with their journey on flyover farm so they're farm. a little less redneck they're they're a little less redneck <laughs> I, I'd say I little, but one I is had from, to do that. It was there. I had to do it. Listen, I, that's fine. Fly, if you can follow their adventures on Flyover Farm, Jamie Jennings, Certified Monty Roberts Instructor Page. Let's and go to the other. Let's go to the red mimosa thing. because that's what that's is the new drinking game. Every time she mentions her new Facebook page, I'm so proud of it. Um, so let me just speaking of redneck, I just have to address the ginormous elephant in the room, Glenn. Which which or, which elephant? Let me change that. Not an elephant. Yeah. We have to address the ginormous tiger in the room. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. 
I would like for you to Google Tiger King Netflix right now. This is what you have to watch. This is becoming the show for the for the COVID nineteen virus. Okay, the quarantine keep, show. Oh, I keep seeing posts about it, but I have no idea what it is. <sighs> okay, I have taught you have to know about this. Is How this do you the guy? Is this, this the guy with the rescues? And, the, and and it relates to the one we visited down in in, in Tampa, so this right? This guy. This guy, his name is Joe Exotic. Okay, this happened to me a a while ago when we talked about it. Um, This guy owned this place down in Winniewood, Oklahoma. And it was like a tiger park or a big cat park. But he also has other bears and things. But he's breeding them. And you can take, you know, your picture with a baby tiger. And then, of course, in nine months, the tiger's worthless. And they sell it. Anyway, it goes through kind of the life of, of... Joe Exotic and what he was doing. And it's a series. I don't know how many episodes there are, but they started filming it five years ago. And spoiler alert, eventually this guy, because he was trying the who's the person that you, what, where's the, okay, the, so big, we went cat the big cat rescue down in Tampa. And for those that went on the cruise, we, we stopped there. We did a group tour of big cat rescue and we saw some of those cats. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you went there, do you know the owner's name? I can't remember her name, but she started years ago and it was like with Carol Baskin. There you go. Yep. Carol Baskin. So he, Joe Exotic hates Carol Baskin. Carol went and called him out. Uh, She got reports that he wasn't taking care of the animals and she's the one that reported him. And she also is a, wants to shut down breeders because there's right. so many big cats that big need to thing. be rescued. Yeah. And it is crazy. Like, you start to see how many people just, like, have tigers. And there's p- officers that are on the show, like, talking about how, that. oh, you have no idea how many big cats there are probably near your house. They're just in people's backyards. It's very Which easy to get. crazy to, to think about. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. So, anyway, back to Joe Exotic. He is a very... Flamboyant. You you realize you're giving away. This is a spoiler, right? Well, what what I'm I'm giving you the picture of Joe Exotic, and this is the elephant in the room because he is in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Okay, like he's this is in Oklahoma, and you'll see the people that are in the show. And I've only seen the first episode, Glenn, so I'm not like giving away anything. But he, um, oh my god. Chad and I were watching it last night. We're like, oh my, he's like, this is Oklahoma. This is like. <laughs> you were proud of your state real... in this one. <laughs> no, you will not be proud of your state when you see the, I mean, people are being interviewed. You're like, does he have front teeth? No, he does not have front teeth. Uh, so um, spoiler alert. This was in the news. The FBI eventually caught Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic actually decided to have Carol Baskin murdered. Okay. Uh, he have wasn't her killed. <laughs> yeah. And so what he did is he found somebody who would murder Carol Baskin for $3,000, which seems like a steal. And you know what? In the, th- in the theme of like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. He was p- paying $3,000 to an FBI agent. That's always, there's never any real murderers out there. They always end up cops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, maybe there is like an underground network of people who would kill people for only $3,000, but it seems that seems like fairly cheap. A little more, a little higher than that, usually, probably. But, but there is a lot of drama coming because I read a lot about the show about Carol Baskin. Glenn. Yeah, she has you, her own set of drama, too. 
Do you know about her drama? Uh, yeah, I, just what I've heard. I, you know, I didn't haven't read it. She might be involved in murder too. I don't know. I don't know. I've only seen episode one, but um, make you uh, just please. What's it called again? Tiger. It's called Tiger King, and it's on and the, Amazon. And the, it okay. started with the guy was just like seeing that. Uh, it, it goes on to basically how the filmmaker, why he decided to make this because he saw somebody have a, having a, like a snow leopard in the back of their truck in South Florida. And the guy was like, Oh yeah, they're acclimated to Florida weather. He's like, it's a snow leopard. They're super rare. Right. And so he decided to kind of make a documentary on people that keep big cats. Well, Obviously, it's called Tiger King. So <laughs> they found they they kind of focus on Joe Exotic as a as a as a as a guy and the mullet with the bleach blonde hair and mainly shirtless with tattoos and his boyfriend's missing a front tooth. Like I don't know, it's a mess. It is a mess. But <clears throat> spoiler alert: you're going to see in the first episode that Joe Exotic is currently making calls uh, to the filmmaker from prison. <laughs> So he is, it's not a secret that he's going to jail. Okay. But anyway, there you go. Well, There's your big I, cat I, rescue. I can tell you the big cat rescue does a terrific job. They, they each, each animal has their, and they stay there for life. They, once they, and they go to may the rescue, feed their cats really well. They feed their cats really well. Um, they separate them all. They're not put together ever. And they have big spaces for them. And it, it really is kind of a well-run There's operation. A, they interviewed a rescue in, um, <laughs> this is Oklahoma for you. They interviewed a rescue that has big cats in like North Carolina. And he's like, yeah, it cost me $30,000 to feed each cat each year because they only like give them the choice meat and yeah, cows and all stuff. this. <laughs> Joe exotic is like, yeah, it cost me $3,000 a year to feed each cat. <laughs> you know, what happens is, uh, you know, when cows die in the stockyards, They'll send them to me, and then if somebody hits a deer on the side of the road, they'll bring it. Uh, they'll call me, and I'll go get it off the highway, and I'll take it and feed it to the to the big cats. And then you know, if somebody runs over something really large, and or their their pet dies, they just call me, and I'll come get it. I'm like, oh my god, he feeds big cats roadkill. <laughs> Like old. All right, we need to cleanse. Ugh. We're going to cleanse here. Uh, we're going to go from that into what are people eating in quarantine? This seems like See? a perfect transition. It's a perfect transition. <laughs> Thank you. You for could that. be eating old roadkill or dead cattle from the stockyards, but no, you're so, eating something better. So I asked the auditors what. We'll, we'll lighten it up a little here before we go to the really bad ads. <laughs> I asked the auditors what strange things they were eating in quarantine. So because uh, half the country is now in quarantine. Um, so Colleen said, for me, the usual thing has been me, or the unusual thing has been me cooking at all. And I think that's probably the case with most horsewomen <laughs> out there. Uh, she said, I've made pancakes, chicken and waffles, fajitas, banana bread. God, I'm moving to her house. She's eating well in quarantine. Uh, Lily says, and this was one meal, mashed potatoes, ice cream, salad, a banana, and white claw on the side. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a way to round out your meal. <laughs> Joy said, mango-based chili. Yeah, she's going to need to post that recipe. Yeah, and I, I, it sounds gross, but it's probably good. I don't know. Yeah. She eats some it's weird cilantro. stuff, though, Joy does, uh, in my opinion. You probably love it all. Uh, <laughs> she eats some amazing things. How about Meta, who said, I do love pretzels and chocolate milk together. <laughs> I don't know. I like Girl. the two separately. I'm not sure about together. Uh, it's all right. I eat saltines in bed. 
I know that sounds terrible because you get crumbs, but I don't get crumbs all over the bed because I eat the entire saltine at one time. time. You put it all in your mouth one time. <laughs> one whole saltine because I don't want crumbs in my bed. But if I get hungry at night, it's uh, a healthier way to eat than to like eat cookies. When I was a, a teenager, I could eat a whole sleeve in one sittings without any trouble whatsoever. Uh, it gets a little dry, so I do have a vodka soda. <laughs> to vodka wash soda it down. So she said pretzels and chocolate milk, and I'm like, I like saltines and vodka, so it's fine. <laughs> Rhonda said, haven't done it lately, but I used to cook fish sticks and then put them inside a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Doesn't sound good at all. Haley said, my latest is sweet pickles, goat cheese crumbles, and chicken biscuit crackers. And she says, no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Okay, think about this. Sweet pickles, goat cheese crumbles on chicken biscuit crackers. I do love me some chicken biscuit crackers, and I haven't had those in forever. Oh, uh, not a, not a, I can't. Hurt. Uh, the roadkill deer fed <laughs> to tigers. Stephanie said, uh, get this one. This one I don't get at all. I don't understand this one. We've all had chicken ramen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So chicken ramen noodles. Now, you have to pick this. You, you picture this. You cook the chicken ramen noodles, and you drain all the broth out. Through a colander, and then you mix it with cottage cheese. Ugh. I don't get that one at all. Um, Biz, who's a long-distance marathon endurance rider, d- runner, does 100-mile runs. She says, well, not while cooped up, but during, during my last race, I ate Oreos and baby dill pickles at all the aid stations. Your body does crazy things when you run a million miles. Could you eat a dill pickle while you're running? I would. Oh, I could probably eat a dill pickle anytime, but I don't think I could put an Oreo next to it. But she did say she's been eating a lot of baked potatoes with black beans and cheddar during quarantine. That does That's sound good. That would, I could eat that right now, actually. So here's my thing. I've, I've, I went to Sprouts and I bought like a giant thing of green beans, a giant thing of new potatoes, and a what was the other thing? Baby carrots. And I have an air fryer. And if you guys don't have an air fryer and you like vegetables, get an air fryer because they'll cook your like like roast your vegetables in minutes, but I cannot eat a green bean, potato, baby carrot roast again. And I'm probably going to have to have it tonight. Cause I have so many and there's only three of us. And I am like, Lucas, you will finish your green beans. Eat that broccoli. Like okay. I just roast everything, but I'm so tired of the same thing over and over again. We, but they we, last a long time. We did rice. I cooked a big batch of rice and we've been mixing it with different things all week. And, and, and I'm, I said to Jennifer, I, we also had stocked up. We stocked up on rice and pasta. I said, next week it's pasta because I'm done with rice for a while. <laughs> so I got to ask you, though, Chad, you know, kind of eats vegetarian when he's home because he has to because you're there torturing him. And uh, then when he, I know when he goes out in his flights, he has burgers and every other thing he can get while he's at airports. Uh-huh. He must uh-huh. be dying. He hasn't left the house in a while. So he must Do you know that now, see, since he is uh, here with Lucas, like last night, I made veg roasted vegetables and I make, you know, some, I made some soup and then um, he got chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> So he well, gets kid food. Well, that doesn't that. gross you out. You can just put those on a pan and cook them. I just so. put them in the oven, <laughs> yeah. and they just kick in there, and then I take them out, and I have a little tongs, and I put them on the plate. And let's plate. face but it, yeah. there is much chicken in them. It's mostly breading. So. Chicken nuggets are our friends. Mar- oh, I mean, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, and roasted vegetables. <laughs> I, people, I, we've been having some unusual combinations, too. Mary said, uh, this is the last one, she said, 
it's not that unusual, but I love popcorn. But this is how she eats her popcorn. And I don't know if this sounds good or gross. I love greasy popcorn. I love my popcorn to have a combination of butter and olive oil on it with salt and pepper and garlic powder and then Parmesan cheese over that. She said it's really stinky but delicious. (laughs) I actually think that sounds amazing. That's a lot of stuff going on in popcorn. That's a lot of stuff. So uh, for those that want to try it, it's popcorn with a combination of butter and olive oil on it with salt, pepper, and garlic powder, and then Parmesan cheese. Yeah, I get in on that. I'm going to try that. I want to see how that tastes. And you know, this, because with the butter and the olive oil, that'll help it stick even more, the, all the dry ingredients. So Heck of a lot better than sweet pickles, goat cheese crumbles, <laughs> and chicken biscuit crackers. Haley, you are pregnant. You need to retest. <laughs> A lot of these sound like they would be pregnant food, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Stephanie, chicken ramen noodles with hey, cottage cheese. We should blah. ask this every Friday. And as people are running out of stuff, see, the combinations are even getting more interesting, I think. God, <laughs> I would rather starve. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do some really bad ads. And oh, auditors, hang on. We're going to just kind of wrap up our weeks after the show today. Uh, so we will have a post-show. Pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for some really bad ads. Time when our listeners send in ads they found on Facebook or on Craigslist, although we haven't seen a lot of Craigslist lately. Um, And because I'm losing my voice, you can do the first one. Oh, these are prizes that we're going to be giving away next week. We'll be giving away the prizes, and these are compliments of Horselovers.com. Horselovers have been working with us for years. You want to go to Horselovers.com to find all the great deals they have right now. They're still shipping, too. So if you need fly spray or any of that kind of stuff, Horselovers has it at terrific prices. But they also... uh, donate the prizes every month that we give away and anybody that submits an ad whether we read it or not you're entered for the prizes and the first one this month is it's a perry's soft padded leather halter it's perry's is offering the winner a completely custom version of their padded leather halter do you love our padded leather halter but wish it came in another color combination or had a fixed chin we're now offering the custom padded leather halter you can choose your color uh, padding color hardware color chin and throat styles all for one price they are handmade in America by talented craftsmen and craftswomen using only the top quality leather. Uh, our genuine lambskin padding makes each piece exquisite. And this incredibly soft, luxurious leather not only adds character and beauty to your halter, but also gentleness against your horse's skin. Please note, there is a four-week turnaround time on custom halters. Retail value $136.50. What? That's amazing. Uh-oh. Glenn? 
Oops, I'm back. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Innovation uh, is offering a ladies' coach raincoat that offers all weather protection in this lightweight classic riding coat. This long waterproof coat features elastic leg straps to secure the jacket while you're in the saddle, adjustable rear side or, or rear riding gusset. Reflective tape on the back, shoulders and pockets, a two-way zipper, two front pockets. It's 100% polyester, and this is worth $175. gorgeous. And and these are the really long ones that make you look cool, too. So. Yeah, yeah. and they block the wind, too. Uh, also, from Weatherby, that you can win an essential standard neck turnout blanket that includes. These are some amazing prizes. Uh, strong and durable, 1,200 denier ripstop outer shell that is both waterproof and breathable. Traditional side gusset for natural movement and twin adjustable buckle front closure. 100 BOA fleece at the wither. Uh, and adjustable removable leg straps and those twin low cross sur singles. Retail value one twenty four ninety nine. Dude, any of these and you should be super happy. That's five hundred dollars so, worth of prizes. Who else does that? Yep. Uh, that's it. All right, so let's get started then. Oh, do I have the first one? Uh, looks that way. Yep. Okay. Jackie, Jackie sent it in. Oh, Jackie and Linda both sent this in, so they will both okay. be entered in the prizes. Because you haven't pre-read them. Let me just explain this. We've been following the Devil Pony for a long time here on the show. We have read many uh, posts about the Devil Pony. So what... Jamie's going to do is read you the first original post about the Devil Pony and then a follow-up to what actually happened to the Devil Pony. Okay, the original Facebook post. Devil Pony in need of a home. He is cute as a button and mean as your first ex-wife. Pretends to be your friend before he tries to take you out MMA style, possibly Mike Tyson style. He ain't your kid's first pony, step-up pony, or pasture pet unless your kid is the next bullfighting superstar in training. We've had him literally a few hours, and I thought the sellers were over-exaggerating, but it turns out they were honest as the cherry tree story. If I wasn't pregnant, I would take a jab at him, but I don't want to risk another jab at my baby in the belly because he went after that thing like a teenager in a volleyball <laughs> tournament. Opened offers, possibly a trade, maybe a nice O-ring, gift cards, chickens. He'll come with a halter that's a tick too small and a sack of 12% feed. He came from hell, but currently he resides in Summerall, Mississippi. Update. Lucifer Jr. has found the perfect home for the love of all things chocolate. Please stop sending me postcards asking if you can have Satan's fur baby. Satan Pony doesn't need your essential oils and Facebook vet advice, Debbie. He just wants carrots <laughs> and to bite your face off. Don't send me hate. Just because you don't have a sense of humor, please follow and support our local rescue group, Rockin' Our Ranch and Rescue Incorporated, for his progress. Update. Rockin' Our Ranch and Rescue, March 9th, 933. We have decided to name him Pride. His original name was A-Hole. Then he was Devil Pony. And I admit, I called him Satan a few times yesterday. And that was mainly due to my shoulder pain. Fun fact, I went and picked him up alone yesterday, and when I got back, I was the only one here for several hours. At first, I was feeling miss and pin and thought, I can do <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can get him out by myself, and we will be just fine. But then I thought, well, what if he knocks me out and stomps me to death and runs him <laughs> up with all the horses and then kills my family when they get home and come try to help me? Worst case scenario. So I gave him some water and hay. It was a cool, pleasant day, and he camped out in the trailer for a couple hours until reinforcement arrived. We had some long talks during that time, and 
he really enjoyed trying to eat his halter. <laughs> God, this pony's oh. infamous now. <laughs> it's the most popular pony in America. Devil Pony, whose Devil new name pony. is Pride. I think Devil Pony or the A-hole was probably better. Uh descriptor okay it's like you name some things uh to to like help shape it you know so if you like, send in your own ads uh you get double the entries and robin is here with hers looking for recommendations willing to travel for the right price i bought this guy seven months ago when i got him he knew nothing and we mean like dangerous mean i worked with him and within a month in a half he was broke to ride with amazing manners a few months ago, he started mounting my other horse and me once. I thought it was just because I had brought another gelding home, and I figured I'd work with him and make sure he knew he wasn't being replaced. He knows when I holler, he needs to stop. He's been attempting to mount. I holler, and he gets disciplined. Well, he just turned three, and within the last two weeks, his testicles has dropped. Well, one at least. <laughs> waiting to see if the other drops or if he was just gelded way too soon. Anyways, I bought him under the impression he was a gelding, and turns out he was a stallion. He was sent to a kill pen. He was originally from a quarter horse breeding facility and auctioned. We were all told he was gelded. Heck, he just turned three, and there were still no testicles until just recently. My question is, does anyone know of anywhere good with good prices to get him gelded at. I'm willing to travel. I'm just comparing prices at the moment and trying to find the best to take him to. He's my baby heart emoji. Thank you. And sorry for the story. Welcome to testicle talk here on horses in the morning. <laughs> First of all, one did not just drop. Okay. It's, it's three years old. It is, oh, there's so much wrong, Robin. That's why you read it because it was so great. Well done. All right. Juliana sent the next one in. Yes. Juliana from Alabama. I'm trying to send you guys a really bad ad today. And I heard Jamie was real disappointed that last time I didn't make my Southern drawl home. Yeah. So I'm going to try real hard to keep her satisfied this time. Yes. <laughs> and I yeah, just couldn't help myself years. but share this gem of a horse I found on Craigslist right here in Alabama. <laughs> this horse is a spotted saddle horse gelded in Odenville, Alabama. Who's looking for a project gated gelding? Fast walk, racks, and loops both ways, I declare. Lunges. He's a pretty 10-year-old, 14-hand, great spotted saddle horse gelding. He's up to date on vaccinations and coggins. That's pretty rare around here, you know. Was used for trail riding before we got him. He doesn't have the best ground manners, so he needs an experienced rider slash handler. He is not for kids and not good with the farrier. These are the reasons why his owner is selling. If you're an advanced rider looking for a fun ride, this is your guy. $1,500 in Odenville, Alabama. Shoot me an offer if you're interested. Shoo-wee, guys. This is a pretty boy. You better not let him get away. Y'all better call right away. Now, y'all have a good day, you hear? And wash your hands. <laughs> I feel like she was being a little bit snarky. Uh, a little bit. I think she uh, really took offense to you uh, calling her out. Uh, Listen, Juliana from Alabama, 
you can pretend that that's not how you talk all the time, but I know better. Okay. I lived in Georgia. That is how everybody from Alabama talks all the time. You can try to fake it and use your non-regional diction when you want to, but come on. Who are you kidding? You know, that ad reminded me, it's the best meme I've seen so far for for the virus. It just (laughs) said, 2020, perhaps we should have lunged you first. (laughs) Probably should have worn it out a little bit. Yeah, I was like, "This is this is uh, this is fun." All right, Kayla um, sent this I, one. I, well, before you play yeah. Kayla, before we do Kayla's, I I did find one, um, and this she reminded me of it actually. Juliana did because I found this while we were driving back from our staycation in Oklahoma. We stopped at like a little country store that had like one gas thing, you know, and uh, they had a uh, like a what is it like a bulletin board where you can post, you know, people had like horses for sale and goats for sale. And maybe one of our cow people can explain this, but it's, um, it's a, it's a sign that's pinned up on the bulletin board. And I took a picture of it and it says bulls for sale. And it's a picture of a black, black bull. And, and, um, the title is, and maybe you can explain this to me, Glenn bulls for sale, virgin two-year-olds. Purebred commercial Brangus. Okay, why would virgin like how how do they know that they're virgins? Well, they and is that important? With, uh, they, they haven't been out with uh, girls yet, but I, I don't know why that's important. Why is that important? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, are they are, so they're really ready? These guys are ready to go. <laughs> they are ready to go. And then it also says home raised, low birth weights, and fertility tested. So. Did they want them low birth weight? Did they fertility? How do they fertility test a bunch of virgins with? And why is a low birth weight a thing? I don't know. And home and they're why are they? Obviously, we don't know a lot about the cattle business. (laughs) All right, any of you cattle people, if you can explain why there's an ad that says bulls for sale, virgin two year olds, home raised, low birth weights, and fertility tested, I need to know. It's in Byers, Oklahoma. You can get Brandon's phone number if you email me. I can let you know where we can call him. Maybe we should just call him. I got his number. (laughs) Hey, Brandon. I got a question for you. <laughs> so Kayla sent this one in and it was a picture. This is an ad that was pinned to what? the wall of the tax shop. This I, is another bulletin board one. Yeah. Then let yes. me, let me read it. And you, you describe the picture. So there's a picture and underneath it says for sale to good home, well-trained Bay mare, great with kids, nice trail rides. Um, what the bloody hell are we looking at? <laughs> this is a photo of somebody. It's like they're standing on a tree stump and the horse is walking by and they snapped a photo of from like a 45 degree angle, the top of the horse's spine yeah, withers to no head. It's just the top half there's, of the horse. And <laughs> the rest of it is a beautiful yard. Um, there's, there's no, you can't even like, this may be the worst picture we've seen. There's no and face there's, you nothing. can't see the horse. You can just see the, the withers the and the back. <laughs> That's crazy. That's funny. Uh, all right. We uh, have to post that in our auditors page. I don't and I'll send to, you the. Uh, I don't seem to have too. the next one, so we'll go right to the trailer. Uh, so Hannah sent this one. Oh in. my god! This is every every single time. I think we have the worst trailer, and this time I think we have the worst trailer. Oh, this thing has to weigh <laughs> four million pounds. <laughs> it's a project trailer with Weekender one thousand dollars, a thirty-eight foot. Steel four-horse trailer with Weekender, which I think means living quarters. All new tires, 
which maybe 25 years ago, they were all new tires. Brakes worked when it was parked, again, 25 years ago. Uh, 7,000-pound axles. We're going to fix it up, but the last storm ripped roof panels off, and we just don't have the time to put into it. And literally half the roof is missing. Uh, Clean a title in hand. Well, that's good, because it's the only thing clean about this whole situation. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is 38 foot, almost 40 foot long of steel and rust. It has to weigh 5 million pounds. <laughs> it's, it's falling apart. The wheels don't look, they are not new. And they're buried in grass. You can't see them. I, I don't know how you, it has a hand crank. I don't know how you'd hand crank this thing down onto your truck. It's huge. Um, you <laughs> it's, can't. Well, you know, you could hand crank it down, but you're never going to get it back up. <laughs> This is uh, it's it's like I, I would say from front to back, that's gotta be sixty-five feet. <laughs> I mean it's big. That's amazing. <laughs> it looks a, like a four horse head to head. And then like a full living quarters. I'll try to remember to post it from, in the auditor room this week. I forgot last week. So from nineteen fifty-five. I will post it. I and it's sustained tornado damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's do uh, let's do two more. So why don't you do? Because my voice is really going here. Let's do Holly's, and we'll save the other two. Okay, <clears throat> Holly Jay Holly says uh, seven year old saddle mare, red and white, two thousand dollars, and box elder. Where's box elder? I don't know. Can't Google it because it's like a plant or something. Winter is almost out the door, and time for a new ride without the winter feeding cost. Then wait, hold on. By the way, it's in South Dakota. <clears throat> okay. Winter is not almost out the door if you're in South Dakota. Winter is almost out the door and time for a new ride and without the winter feeding cost. Red is a grade mare I raised from a colt. <laughs> <laughs> that surprised me. <laughs> I'll be guard too. <laughs> I almost had to think about it for a minute. <laughs> That's why that surprised me. Why? How do I get surprised anymore? <laughs> I should read these ahead of time, but stuff like that happens. It reminds me, don't read them ahead of time because then it wouldn't be so funny. Red is a grade mare I raised from a cult. Who needs a lot more riding than and time than I can give her? I can't see through my tears. <laughs> She is the last of many I have sold here online. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's I've sold so many online. Oh my god. She's the last. Okay. She is the last because she was the best. That's not how that works. Do you really believe that, by the way? <laughs> There's more. That's not how that works. You know what? I'm gonna buy one of your horses. Which is the worst one? <laughs> That's the one I want. Oh, the worst one. Oh, that's the best one? No, no, no. No, I don't want that one. Keep that one. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) A tissue. (laughs) Come check her out and take her for a spin. Doesn't cost anything but your time and gas money. I have not... I have not had a buyer go away after seeing any horses I sold on here. They took what they seen in person. 
Anyone can say this and say that about a horse to make them look good. Seeing in person is the only way to go. Oh, my God. This is one of those ads where you don't believe <sighs> half of what they say because I've never had anybody go away. They've all taken every horse ever. And this and is the last one I'm ever going to sell. <laughs> God, I want to end the whole week on that. That was great. I needed that laugh. <laughs> and we have a couple oh. more from Carrie and Marielle and Kim and, and lots of other people that we'll get to next week. Leslie, Lorene, just... <laughs> Bonnie, Kaylin, and Jennifer, you guys all submitted too. We'll try to get those in the next week. Oh, my God. How did we not get to do a Lorene ad? Jeez, I can't handle it. <laughs> Uh, we will uh, be hanging around for a couple minutes for the auditors after the show. Uh, I will not be doing a Facebook Live tonight. My voice is, is literally shot after this week. I think I did 10 shows this week total, So and at concert. Um, so uh, we will not be doing a Facebook Live at 5 o'clock tonight. We'll be back on Monday with that. I'm taking the weekend off, so don't look for anything. <laughs> take I won't weekend. call you. Don't call me. Don't worry. I, I, I will not try and do any updates. You all can have a break for my updates. Uh, I may post pictures of Scooter. So. Hey, I got I got some good news. Yeah. To to end all the week. <clears throat> so I had called the people about the dogs, you know, and I'm yeah, they called I'm, back? The, I'm the Biatch who hung up on I was like, You want your freaking yeah, come and get them, uh, you know, like I freaked out and then hung up. Uh apparently they called my husband back. <laughs> <laughs> I got a more and reasonable they, party. <laughs> <laughs> they found somebody who's a little bit less sensitive. Um, yeah, and uh they picked him up. So. Oh, good. Puppy. Oh, but and the puppy he, picture is so cute. Oh, yeah. You should still post it. People need to see what I was getting into. Oh, that is <laughs> a cute puppy. Every puppy's cute. This one was particularly That's what they get for letting their dog come to your house. They get their pictures, pu- puppy picture posted on the internet. Whether they like it or not, you don't know who you're. I just see the people all the time. I'm like, do you know who you're talking to right now? <laughs> I will sell you out in a second. You don't even know. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, I mean, we paid our liability insurance, by the way. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Be safe. Please be safe. Uh, you know, I see a lot of posts out there from people know people now who are sick. So be safe yourselves. Don't do anything stupid. And uh, we'll all get through this. Say, neuter, geld. Wash your hands. With a little humor. Go out and lunge that in 2020. She's a great mare I raised from a colt. What would 2020 be? Would it be a mare or a colt? I think it's a red-headed thoroughbred mare. That's what I think. Not their fault. Shoo, what a week. Hey, auditors. Uh, it's just been a week. I know it's been oh a week for a lot God, of you that losing your. The absolute shit out of me. I haven't laughed that hard in so long. <laughs> that ad really got you, or we're just punchy. I'm not sure. I where. just wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I just was reading it, like seven year old Saddlemeyer. Oh my God, that killed me. I got to say, uh, you know, we can talk about this now. I'm not going to mention names, but there's been people that have really reached out to us this week, listeners who, uh, who, brought us to tears this week. And I've shared one or two of them with Jamie, but there's been others about other shows. And uh, you guys are all just unbelievable. And the way you're all sticking together and helping each other in the auditor room, I got to tell you, anybody that's not, uh, that's a listener that's not an auditor is really missing out right now because they, they have a whole nother family in there. Um, you know, and we, we have an extended family in there. And we all need that right now because we can't even see our own families. So it's... uh 
I'm really impressed with that. It really, that one I sent you yesterday did kind of bring me to tears. (laughs) So I don't know if I was just tired or punchy or what, but it was just so sweet. Uh, You know, it's been a week for me, uh, you know, having to keep up on everything and, you know, book all these extra guests for the Facebook Lives and then to actually do video, which I hate doing. Um, And then we had technological problems with that leading up into the concert. We spent hours on that, trying to get that right on their end and my end and everything else, but it came off. It went well, and hopefully we can get Jared. I would love to get Jared for the second one. There's other performers, actually, uh, that have reached out since then. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can do them. I think everybody enjoyed it, and they loved the break from life. Uh, And it was just fun. So I hope we can do that again. I might have been a little tipsy by the time we were done that night. Were you really drinking? I was really drinking, yes. What were you drinking? Wine. I don't drink that too often, because I'm not allowed to drink because of my diet. And the sugar. The sugar, mostly. And it was a rosé wine, which I'm sure had a lot of sugar, because I couldn't sleep after that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I was drinking. That's Gen- hardly wine. And Jennifer came and kept pouring more, so that didn't help. Um, but yeah, so it was fun. We, we had a good time, and... I don't know. Are you guys hanging in there? Uh, you know, we, we work at home. You and I work at home mostly, but I'm really getting a little punchy because I usually go out to lunch and, you know, once or twice a week. And then we go you know, to the store. We go to a restaurant. We eat out a couple times a week and uh, kind of missing all that. <laughs> We've done curbside pickup on food twice because I'm so dang tired of cooking. Um, you know what it is? I just miss like Lucas having somebody to play with. Mm. Those of you that have more than one kid, I know they fight a lot, but at least have somebody to play with. Is he? What's he feeling? What you, you know? I, that's a good question because we haven't talked about kids a lot. What's he feeling? Do you get? You know? Is he lonely? Is he bored? Has he started school? You know what? Um. You know, he fortunately Chad's been home this whole time too, mm. so he kind of pings off both of us. But he learned to ride a bike, and now come outside and ride the bike. And you know, I, I he seems fine. He's an only child. He's used to i I mean i miss him having be able to have like playtime with his with his friends you know that kind of done any facetime or anything because i noticed kids are doing that now they're all getting on facetime or stuff with their friends and hanging out no i'm a terrible mother i haven't done any of that (laughs) (laughs) how about school is your homeschooling started no so they're saying like maybe april 6th they'll have some online curriculum they didn't have anything. Oh, they caught them all off the plant. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're really having to work hard planning some online curriculum. You know, we do stuff with him every day. Chad and I do. Like, we we play math games. That's what my husband does because he's a math major. He just going to say, you're play not math playing math, math games with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was teaching him how many ounces are in a gallon and how many liters are in a, you know, how many pints are in a liter. I'll, I like, that's the kind of stuff I know. How many flakes are in a bale? (laughs) How many times you have, how many, how many seconds it takes to fill up a water bucket? That's what I can teach him. (laughs) You know, I got it. So has his been canceled for the year yet? I know a lot of places are just not completely for the year. I mean, they, they keep saying we're going to know more soon, you know, and they've postponed it even longer. Well, I mean, the number of cases in this country, Scott, we're now the number one country. We're back to number one again, the United States. Oklahoma has got a lot of people too from the university. Oh, you. Yeah. Did they come back from spring break in Florida? (laughs) Probably. No, I mean, nobody's back, you know. The, no, what be... I meant is the sick ones. Did they come back from Florida for spring break and bring it to you? Probably. Oh, my gosh. Those people down there, they're crazy. 
Oh, and uh, you know, you hear about these parties they're all doing the the coronavirus parties, and then you read the article that twenty of them got sick. You know, and, and yeah. this sickness, from what I'm reading, it ain't much fun for a lot of people. This is one. That, some people, it's not a big deal, and some people, it's like, it's, yeah, you die. They said, you know, when you can't breathe and you can't breathe for days, it ain't fun. You know, it's it's no. it's a tough one, and we've all had those. I've had pneumonia where you couldn't breathe, and that that wasn't fun at all. And I was sick for weeks with that. Oh, I don't yeah. want to go through that ever again. That's why I'm locked up here. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm not seeing the... Thank God we live on a farm. That's all I can say. Thank God. If I didn't have a backyard or a farm or... Oh. And that's another thing. Like, think of how many people don't have the option to go outside. They're you know? you're 20 stories up with three kids and an apartment in New York. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Trump was right about that. Suicide rate's going to go up if that happens too much longer. <laughs> Uh, I don't want that. So anyway, we're done with the week. Um, I have one more short recording to do with Lisa today, and then uh, that's it. I'm I'm calling it a weekend. Okay. I hope, you, Sounds... uh, I hope you have a good weekend. Be safe. And uh, everybody out there, be safe, too. Uh, I wish I had a song to play so you didn't have to. Uh, well, let's, I mean, I don't know what I can sing. Give me, give me a. A title. Give me an idea. Um, you know, in honor of Templeton, I was going to play a song of hers quick, but I don't have it ready. Uh, so uh, we'll just play uh, Jared out, okay? Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Oh. oh. No, go well, ahead. I, I came up with a song oh, that I could okay. sing that would be a theme, thematic, for what we, uh, what we did and what we talked about. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Rising up, back on the street. I did my time, took my chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. 